It is Welcome back, people. Welcome back. Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. We are back after a long two-week vacation away from uh, the microphones and the screens, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, um, before we get into st- forget, before we get into some things here, I'm just going to introduce the panel here. My guy Country's on the top right. My homegirl Kylie's on the bottom left. My guy, I mean not bottom left, bottom right. My guy Boogie's on the bottom left. See, that's how you know I've been out for two weeks. I'm messing that up. <laughs> but anyway, how's everybody been doing, man? Anything new with y'all? Nothing. Chuck, new look, job. Chuck, you look happier than you usually look, though. I mean, I'm a little peppy ending. You're glowing. I'm refreshed. He got that monkey off his back. You ain't got to talk about LeBron for two weeks. (laughs) Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) How long do we go? 30 seconds before (laughs) we (laughs) see, 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 I'm not the one who brings them up. It's always somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> what's up with it, Kyle? But yeah, man. But yeah, country man, you got a bunch of grays on your beard than usual, bro. Like, I last time I saw you, didn't, you had this many gray hairs in your beard, bro. What's up, man? Father Tom's um, undefeated. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is stressing me out because <laughs> he might go to the Texans, and that really hurts my feelings. <laughs> exactly. Look. <laughs> yeah. We know John Kevin knows. is bringing us that guy. John, John has been around, soul, man. John a <laughs> real fan. See, look. Honestly, honestly, look. It's always somebody else bringing somebody up, man. It's always somebody else. Anyway. We, you know. Them day ones know the trigger words. Them day ones know. The King, oh, oh, Lamar, Aaron Rodgers. These are all Chuck trigger words right here. Who else? Yeah, just just some of them. Just some of them. I love how you're listing them all, too. Let's see which one gets them right now. Lamar. You guys want to come back with the trigger words, man. I've already got to pick my step. I want to come back with trigger words. But yeah, uh, let's let's go and get to some speaking, speaking of trigger words, let's start right off the bat. Let's get this out the way. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, calm down. Oh lord. oh lord, just stop it. Y'all didn't one up us. Y'all don't have nothing on us. Y'all, we not we not crying. We're not upset. You can't one up a team that let a guy walk out on his own. We let him. We wave by. We sent him a tweet that said, congratulations on your future endeavors. We're not mad that we lost that guy, okay? Calm down, relax. Y'all feel better in the morning. Y'all feel better in December. Just beat us again in December and get y'all swag back. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we're going to say. We short and sweet. We ain't got to bring it up no more. We don't got to mention no names. Just y'all didn't want up us. We don't really care. Just let it go, man. We'll see y'all during the season. 
Man, I'll be honest. I'm so over the Cincinnati banter. Um, like, it's just sad at this point. It goes like, there's no, I get it. You guys got a good squad. They do. They got a good team. There's no denying that. They're going to be a contender. We're going to have a rival, rivalry going forward. But like, until you beat us again, until you get to that next step, like, I'm just over it. I'm over it. Arguing with them is like arguing with a wall. <laughs> Can, can we get better rivals, man? Like, I feel it was better when we was going up against the Patriots because we was like the little dog nipping at the heels. It was just it was just better, you know? But, man, we need some better rivals. I mean, that could all be about perspective, too. Like, now we're the hunted. I mean, how was it for Patriots fans during that time? They're probably like, man, get these Chiefs fans out of here. Like, what are we doing? And I'm gonna just agree with y'all though, man. I, I like I like all this shit, man. I, I I love it. I I enjoy all of it. This is the it's the best robbery and shit. Probably sports almost now. They was getting us. We didn't got them when it counted. I mean, I I like it. We are gonna be able to talk shit until we lose the Super Bowl. We got the one up on them, so we we really can say whatever. We go just throw that Super Bowl ring on the table, so. It's cool for me until they win the Super Bowl. They got a good team. So it's a chance one day maybe they'll win one. So if that day ever happens, we know they never go let us live that shit down. So we're going to just rub it in until that day happens, man. Why not? I, I think this is 10 times better than the Patriots. The Patriots, by the time we finally start beating the Patriots, the dynasty was over. They had won, what, six? It was like, all right, man, y'all didn't beat us so many times and beat everybody. This at least they beat us, and they they really thought they was better than us. So I I, I like it, man. And we we don't Actually, get every voice in the comments no more. No, huh. no, I want all that. Bring that back, man. Actually, it was kind of similar though, because we was beating them. We just wasn't beating them when it counted. <laughs> we was beating them in the regular season. We retired Brady like three times. Beat them on their ring ceremony night. Eagles beat us in the playoffs, though. That's what I'm saying. At they, all. We beat them, and then they beat us when it counted. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of similar, actually. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about it being the best rivalry in sports. I'm not going to go that far, but. What's the better, what's the better rival, though, right now? Just off the top of your head, what you, what you got? Uh, Right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Heat and Celtics, they've been – Playing each other in the playoffs like the past three years. I mean, they've had some good back and forth. You know, that's in the discussion. I got two I mean, bills over that. Yeah. But I, 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 get, I get what you're saying with that, Chuck. I, I definitely got – you got to think about the Justin Reed comments, the 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 arguing with Chase and all that. It, it's been a lot of trash talking for years with this, at least with Boston. Yeah. There you go. John, you might you might have There you go. There you go. That's number one. That's number one with a bullet right there. That's number one with a bullet. Ain't no topping that one. That one's 15 years strong and still going. Thank God it only got another year left. Thank God. I don't know anything about hockey, but you can put me on game on hockey this year. I'm willing to listen and watch. I don't know one thing about hockey, man. John and Kyle, man. they they about to start a hockey podcast. Hey, I'm gonna check it out if y'all do, man. 
<laughs> yeah, for real. They can get that going, really. Definitely put us on game. But but yeah, sure. um, but 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 you got a point about the trash talking and all that, you know, the build up and all that. I mean the NFL, they do a much better job of like creating storylines and building up, you know, the games and stuff. But it's probably because the games are mostly only on one day, you know, so that kinda helps the build up a little bit. Um, but yeah. But yeah, man, it's- let's go ahead and it's just the same old thing over and over again. Is you got us, and then we got you, and then well, if I would have played, we were the one. Like, <laughs> bro. But I, but can we all be honest though? Can we all admit if he did play, the game may have been different. Okay, well, but then I can one. say if Kadarius Tony doesn't get hurt, if Juju doesn't get hurt, if yeah. who else did we lose? We lost three wide receivers, like. Come on, bro. Like, yeah, you can be there's a lot of what ifs. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah, Injury, a part of the game. Anybody could play that game. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have Sneed, did we? Sneed no. No. Yeah. No, if he went out early. That's what I'm saying. Early. It's like, why even? That's what I'm saying. They get it from, they get it honestly from their players, and it just trickled down to their fan base. They're all pathetic. Right. But man, the only time I talk to a Bengals during this whole offseason is anything outside of football. I ain't talked to one Bengals fan about football. I, I already said, I said, look, until I get some hardware, bro, y'all, you can't, y'all can't talk to me about football. We can talk about other I'm, things, I'm, but yeah. football, no. I feel like, too, like I'm on such a high from the Super Bowl still that I'm just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, whatever. I don't care. We punch it down. Right. Right. But anyway, let's go on and get to the OTA talk, man. Okay, so OTAs, man, I think the main topic of discussion so far in OTAs is the wide receiver group. There's been a lot of hype with the wide receiver group coming in. And the first topic that I want to talk about is today uh, from Arrowhead Pride. Uh, I want to bring up this article about Kadarius Tony and the possibility of him being a wide receiver one. I know there's been rumors going around with DeAndre Hopkins still, but we'll get into that later on. But what what, what I've been seeing throughout the entire offseason, whether it's from James Palmer, whether it's been from Jeremy Fowler, and now from Pete Sweeney, you know, Matt Nagy, you know, he described what makes Kadarius Tony a number one wide receiver. And that's just been the word the entire offseason, despite all the DeAndre Hopkins rumors and all of that. So um, basically what, what Nagy said was, you know, He's um he got a great understanding of the offense, you know, and he was saying like we can see what he can do with the football in his hands, you know what I mean? And it was the same ordeal with you know Juju Smith Schuster last year when he first came in, you know. Um, so he's saying that uh, Kadarius still got some still got a learning curve. He still got a little bit to learn in the offense or whatever. But in year two, that relationship with Patrick Mahomes is going to be a little better, like. Because we all know he's super talented with the football in his hands. And it's been like that, you know, every time he's played or at least every time he's been healthy. So that's just some of the things that he touched on as far as Kadarius Tony goes. So, I mean, I'm going to ask you guys this. Um, are you guys believe? Do you guys believe the Kadarius Tony stuff even more as we go on further into the offseason as far as him being wide receiver one on the depth chart? We all know he's capable. I think I think we all believe that, but we just got to see it, and he got to stay healthy. We got to see him stay healthy for, 
I want to see him play. How about this? We'll start it off small with baby steps. Um, is five fair? Can I? Can we see him play five straight weeks in a row? Can we start small and then go from there? But because I, I just even last year he only played what five, seven games, right? Yeah, he was only here for like a short period. Yeah. So and even in that short period of him being in Kansas City, he missed three or four games. You know what I'm saying with a hamstring. So. Um, as as usual, they see more than we see, but let's we gonna have to do it like we did Orlando Brown when it came to paying Orlando Brown. We just gonna have to judge him week by week, and then start putting these small steps together and see see what we come out with. I think he's very capable of being a thousand yard receiver. I think he's capable of being a number one, but we just gotta see it. We just gotta see him do it on the field. I, I'm a big fan of Tony. I let, I, he really grew on me as the season went on last year as he got more games. Obviously, the Super Bowl, he had an amazing game. Uh, left a really good lasting impression as we go into the offseason. So I think, obviously, like Country said, we all know he's capable. It's a matter of him staying healthy. Um, obviously, like they said, he's great when he gets the ball in space. He's able to make magic happen and move really great. He's very, very agile. But with that comes the risk of, like, what's going to happen with that hamstring. So um, it's just a little bit more like, it's just a little concerning. It's not that I don't think in the position he can't handle it. It's just, will he be there every week to, will he have the availability? That's the only question. It's, mm-hmm. Will he be there every week? Can you depend on him every week? Because yeah. like, like, like we said during the schedule, you got that, what is it, Broncos, Chargers, Broncos? I, I need him... I need him those three games. I need him there. You know what I'm saying? Is he going to be able to do that? I think it's smart from the front office and the coaches to keep saying that he's going to be the number one because it's, it's kind of like a safety blanket just in case you get uh, D-Hop or you get somebody else, but you're still putting that confidence in him through the media and while he's there. So I think that's good they're doing that. I, I'm with y'all. We all know he got the talent. That's Nobody's questioning his talent. We seen that in games. He was getting 30, 40 yards. We looking like this dude got something, a special something to him when he got the ball in his hand. So we know that hopefully a whole offseason with the Chiefs, with our trainers and our coaching staff, he can just take that step. That's uh, that's the big thing. We, we brag about uh, our training staff, even though the Chiefs players don't. But we brag about our training staff getting them ready. <laughs> Hopefully, a whole offseason, we can see him pick up a little weight, get a little stronger, and be that number one if you need if need be. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw the, I saw the juices comment here about MVS. Um, you know, MVS he's made a few you know made a few highlight catches so far in OTAs. Um, and yeah, he definitely needs to be a little more aggressive. I know he made a nice catch near the sideline OTAs today. And then, you know, we saw him on that comeback route uh, when Justin Reed lined up across from him. Um, but, like, I know I saw Daniel Harms, friend of the show, it was a hot take. You know, he was saying that, you know, everything goes well. MVS is healthy. He could be a 1,000-yard receiver and have, like, six touchdowns. Now, I'll say he can maybe get 800. He might get 800 if he stays healthy and plays the full year. 
Um, so, but we'll have to see about that. But as far as Kadarius Tony goes, yeah, as long as he's healthy, he can definitely be wide receiver one on this team. But that's just been the main thing. That's gonna be a topic for a minute, so he shows us that he can be reliable. Like if he can play, let's say if he can play like at least maybe 14, 15 games this year, I mean that's doable for me. That's cool. Look, can I ask you guys a question? I'm with you, Clint. Yeah. Yep. What you got? Is there is there a receiver on the team right now that you can see being a thousand yard receiver? Outside of Kelsey. How many did MVS have last year? He has six ninety two. His his career high is six ninety seven. Uh, when he was with Green Bay, so and he started like the same amount of games, basically played the same amount uh, in comparison to last year and and when he has career year in Green Bay. So that's been his ceiling. Uh, I, go ahead, coach. I think MVS is probably the closest. I, I, I mean, he's probably the closest. Um, and and y'all say Sky, but we got we got to see it with Sky. Let let Sky get five hundred first, and then we'll talk about Sky. Sky look like he got potential to be that, but let's see let's see. I, yeah, I'll put MVS as the closest right now. If you told me Tony was playing 14, 15 games, I'm saying Tony's a thousand yard receiver. I, I would agree. You, you gotta lock in 14 or 15 games for me. If you can lock that in healthy, I give you a thousand from him. I guess Rice, maybe let me see how he looking. St. Joe, maybe he got I don't know. I, I don't think MVS is a thousand yard receiver. I, I don't. Uh, y'all know I'm big Sky Moore fan. I'm I'm driving the, the bandwagon. I don't think he's getting a thousand yards this year, but I think he'll be much better. But a thousand yards that's asking a lot. Yeah, Kyle mentioned in the comments that um, him and EVS they did miss uh, quite a bit on the deep ball here and there. Like, you know, him and Patrick they weren't on the same page, you know, some of them deep routes. So, hopefully, you know, in, in this coming up in this upcoming season. That chemistry would be a little better as far as like hitting the home run ball when it's there. So, but, look at Kyle uh, yeah. and Boogie agreeing on something. I know, right? Look. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about Sky Moore though. Let's talk about Sky Moore because Sky Moore, he's been um he's been quite a topic too in this wide receiver group. So, um, we've seen him make like the tough catches. I know on his Instagram story, you know, people was questioning where he really caught that fingertip fingertip catch or whatever and he said yes i did catch that and you know i believe him because sky been putting in the work man you've been seeing an offseason video you know seeing his youtube of him you know working on his craft and getting better and we saw that he made a strong grab over the middle in traffic you know during you know team drills uh, according to mag mcmullen so uh, i think sky can definitely be better in year two he's gonna have a little more a few more opportunities and he definitely looks stronger out there at least what i'm seeing like, his body looks a little better in comparison to his rookie year. So, I mean, what are your guys' expectations for Sky in year two? If if I said right now that um, Sky Moore is going to be like a healthy Sammy Watkins, would you take that? Would you be fine with that? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. saw what Sammy can do when he was healthy. That's, that's what I think. I think <laughs> if he can – you know, five, six hundred yards, fifty catches. That's not bad. That's not bad. When when he was when he was 
used as the number one that San Diego game when they targeted him like seven something. He came up with big catches over and over again. First downs. You know, he made plays. So let's see, just see if we can stretch it out. I'm, I'm fully on the Sky train. It's fully on, just like Boogie said. I'm probably in the passenger seat next to him. He's driving the car. I'm sitting right next to him. But um, realistically, yeah, probably looking at six, 700 yards next year. But I think what's standing out to me, you mentioned country that he's gained a little bit of weight. I think he's gained confidence. Like last year, he had those drop uh, punts, and it was just started off rocky, and you could see he was shaking through most of the season. And then obviously he had that touchdown in the Super Bowl and that just like, I just feel like it pushed him over the edge and he's, he's got the workouts that he's been doing all year. He's posting on Instagram, posting his YouTube videos, showing off like, yeah, I made that catch. Yeah, I did that. Like, I don't know. To me, it's like a confidence builder for him this off season. And I think that's going to go a long way next year. I agree with everything Kylie just said. And I think the biggest difference is going to be just being able to get those snaps you know, half the year we was complaining he wasn't even on the field. That's, that's going to be the biggest thing. He's going to be on the field. He should know that playbook now. He should be able to come out the gate. St. Joe, we should be seeing those flashes early. We It, it shouldn't be like a, a wait-and-see game. Scott Moore should be St. Joe. We see him. He's getting open. We know he can get off the line and get open. He's been putting in the work with Mahomes, so we know that chemistry should be there. I expect big things out of him, man. Like you said, that Julian Edelman comparison, I think that's the best comparison for him. If he could be that, that's a steal, man. I, I want him to be Tony Yayo. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got to elaborate. <laughs> elaborate on that one, bro. Stay close to the stay close to the money. Stay close to Patrick Mahomes at all times. You know what I'm saying? If something happened to Pat, let it happen to you first. He been locked in. He been in Texas. Him and Bobby been working out. He been filming everything. He been staying out of trouble. Just be Tony Ayo, bro. Stay stick close to the money because the money ain't gonna never fail. Impact the money. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't stray away. Don't try to be your own self. Don't be a diva. Just stay close to the money, man. So I see Quinn's comments right there. He said he may not be the number one, but he'll be the most dependable. He'll be more like Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks, they have the best bars in G unit. I like that. I like that. I like that, man. <laughs> I love Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. <laughs> Lloyd Banks didn't have no personality. That's why that's what I was like. Lloyd Banks didn't have no personality. He couldn't sell nobody. Nothing. I haven't thought about Lloyd Banks since like 2004. <laughs> Shout out, Lloyd Banks, man. That was my guy, man. Mm -hmm. Push Bar King, man. For sure. Yep, Lazy Lloyd, man. Lazy Lloyd. <laughs> but anyway, man, I think I'm gonna go listen to his song. That was a banger right there, too. <laughs> yeah, ben, 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 yeah, definitely. <laughs> but let's go ahead and talk about the rest of the group, man. Okay, so let's get to the hype train here. Okay, there's been some hype going around, going going around with John Ross. Uh, John Ross, you know, he's been out the league for a little bit, or he hasn't played in a little while. But you know, I've been seeing some things going around in OTA, seeing some reports about him making impressive plays, and you know, he's still got a little bit of that speed that we know him for. 
Um, and also, we got to talk about the other Ross, uh, Justin Ross. You know, he's finally healthy. He's been out of football for a minute. Um, yesterday, the Chiefs posted a clip of him uh, going deep. Patrick Mahomes hit him on a deep route for a touchdown when he was one-on-one with Nazi Johnson. And people was getting on Nazi Johnson for his coverage. I'm like, look, he's a special teams guy anyway. Like, Dave Tobari came out and said he's going to be the number one gunner. So, chill on Nazi Johnson, man. But anyway, man, like, this, this, the rest of this wide receiver group, is going to be some competition to try to make this team, man. Like, if you had to choose between one of these two Rosses to be, like, let's say the sixth wide receiver at least, I mean, which one of these Rosses y'all think is going to make the squad when it's all said and done? Judging by the social media account, it got to be Justin Ross because they they keep hyping this kid up. They want you to see him. (laughs) I ain't seen John Ross. I don't know what he's doing. I just seen Mm -hmm. Justin Ross, though. (laughs) I just seen Justin Ross on the sidewalk. I just seen him picking up mail. He done been to the liquor store a couple times. Like, they keep posting his videos all over. They want you to love Justin Ross. So either his cousin worked for the Chiefs on the side, or I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think I think that that last wide receiver. T- I, I don't think Justin Washington gets cut. If they don't pick up D Hop, I think that Justin Washington is still on the team. Now that six spot, the Ross is gonna have to fight it out. That's that's what Watson, I think. Huh? Watson, a special teams guy. Yeah, guy. but I think he's the, I think he's the fifth wide receiver too. Watson yeah. is getting snaps. Yeah, Watson. Right. Yeah, yeah. Watson's on the team, and we gonna complain about it. Yeah, sure. we still gonna <laughs> complain about it. I was just gonna say, what Kyle said, yeah, Patrick loves Justin. He does, Kyle. See, he that's does. why I'm not tripping off of it. I'm not tripping off of it, man, because because Justin Watson always been good on special teams, at least. And he he made some plays here and there last year too, so I'm not surprised the Chiefs brought him back, and I'm not gonna be surprised when he makes the team. It is what it is. Some big plays, hey, some clutch it, plays. It was, it was some times that we needed some solidifying on that special teams, and Justin Watson was just out there fair catching, and that's all you can do now is fair catch anyway. He might have a spot on his team, you know what I'm saying? But I think that six wide receiver spot, Richie James. Justin Ross, John Ross, I think those guys are all fighting for that spot. Justin Watson's going to be on his team. Mm-hmm. And listen, this has always been like at least one, you know, kind of reliable white guy in the wide receiver core anyway. This goes back to Garrick Dieter. Garrick Dieter getting caught up in the practice squad here and there. This goes back to Mark Bo Richter <laughs> when, he's, when he scored that 99-yard TD against the Chargers. You know, he made some plays here and there too, so – that's just what it is with the Chiefs, man. <laughs> Didn't man with this Justin Rock? What, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just I gotta see it in a game, like preseason at least at minimum before I can start getting hyped. Like, I, listen, I'm a sucker for the fan videos that they put out. I'll watch them ten times over. I'll be honest, but. We've overhyped it so much that I'm just like, all right, I just need to see what this is going to be. I need to let this play out before I can get all in. Yeah, I think people are going to be tuning into the preseason games because that's, that's the only time we're going to get – that might be the only time we get to see them. So, I mean, like I said, I think they fight for that six-wide receiver spot between Richie, uh, Ross, and the other Ross. Uh, I think the other five are locked up. And if they get D-hop, 
it's really like, you know what I'm saying? Like it might be, you know, somebody might get traded for a couple of seventh round picks or something like that. But uh, I think the other five are locked. And then uh, preseason is going to be interesting. And you know, yeah, Pat know. ain't going to play that much during the preseason. So I would be getting close to Blaine Gabbard and uh, Shane Bichelle if I was a wide receiver. But the like difference the in, chemistry. Those, in those spots. The difference in those spots, y'all already know, is special teams. And didn't Tobe say that John Ross was working with the punt team, returning, I believe? Yeah, so is uh, James, though. So is, so is Richie James. So, but to yeah, me, whoever, yeah who, whoever's doing that, to me, will be the favorite. Chill out, John. <laughs> and John Ross has been there before. I, I can see John Ross making it as a returner. Justin Ross, even if he doesn't make it, I, I do think they are selling this hard. Like, they definitely want us to know that Justin Ross is practicing and looking good. But Man. if he gets a little small injury or something, you know, they can always practice squad him, maybe. You know the mysterious injury. Yeah, so I, I can see that. Richie but James, yeah, though, he got guaranteed money on that contract, right? Yeah, like 1.4, it ain't a lot. It ain't a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely gonna be he's definitely in the competition for the return game, you know, like Dato mentioned that. You know, what I mean, because that's another reason why he got all these wide receivers on this team right now, because it's already confirmed that Dayton's looking for a new return guy, whether it's in the kick return game or the punt return game. And you know, I'm definitely glad Pacheco's not gonna be doing the kickoffs no more. Like it, it's bad time for him to get off that. Yeah, we need yeah. We, we need returners on kicks and punts, new ones. I see <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. in the comments say Scott Moore. Respectfully, that's done, bro. We, no, we're doing that. <laughs> thank you for what you did. Thank you for that Cincinnati game, but no. Yeah, we we done with that. <laughs> now you can put Tony on punts every so often, like how we did with Tyreek when we really I say need no. One. I say no to that. I say no to that too. I I agree, Jack. We can't take extra risk with him. Not every punt return, but you know how sometimes we needed a big play. They would put Tyreek back there every yeah. every so often. I'm cool with him. Yeah, emergency. Like but not every game. <laughs> yeah. Who have they hyped up to this uh to this degree? When the last time they put so much focus on one guy? Jody Forson, maybe. Jody wasn't getting this much hype though. Justin Ross, I mean, this this he's this is the the most hype for a guy that's been undrafted in a, in quite some time. I ain't gonna say that he's the same guy, but man, when Tyreek Hill first came, every day at training camp they was like, "Yo, y'all gotta see Tyreek. Tyreek did yeah, this. That's the last Tyreek one. did yep. this. Tyreek but did." Country, listen mm-hmm. what you're saying though. That's training camp we ain't even made yeah, it they ain't even yet. right that's what i'm like they we two videos in two different days like they yeah. they selling it man and you know chief's twitter already got them getting a thousand shut up <laughs> shout out to brinley speaks though he's a candidate for Kyle, defense player of the year in the usfl that's so. a good point Kyle. but they didn't show patrick like they showing ross like this I know times are different too, though, but not like this, bro. Like this is this is another level right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, um, but yeah, we didn't we didn't touch on Rasheed Rice. Um, Rasheed Rice. I mean, I haven't really like seen like many reports on him, but 
I think I don't know what his condition is like because I know the last time there was like a major report on him, uh, Andy Reid pointed out that he needed to get his conditioning together. But other than that, you know, the physical tools are there with Rasheed Rice. And we'll see where he lands on the depth chart. I think he'll probably end up being wide receiver four when it's all said and done. You know, they're going to bring him right. along slowly. Yeah. Somebody said that he was just like a veteran. He had veteran instincts. Ain't that the report that was out? I saw that report too, but yeah. we'll see. Because here's the, here's the thing with Andy Reid. Here's the thing with Andy Reid when it comes to rookie wide receivers. I, I just forgot about this, and somebody reminded me the other day. Like, the only time Andy Reid really had to put an emphasis on rookie wide receivers and throw them in the fire at the gate was when he was in Philly and they had Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin on the team. So, I mean, he had no choice but to play them. Like, in this situation, it's a lot different. So, yeah. yeah. What about Bobby Scipio? As far as what, hype? Yeah, and hype. Um, he, he, went, he got a little hype, but it wasn't like this. It Not wasn't like on this, this level, bro. Hell no. It wasn't on this, this level. Right, this I mean, well, was, we didn't have the internet then either, but I'm just, I'm just saying. It wasn't that long ago, bro. <laughs> We had the internet. We, we had, had, had the internet, internet still. Oh, yeah, we did have YouTube. Let me chill out. Let me chill out. I mean, we at least had AOL dial up. It wasn't Jonathan Ball. <laughs> no. No. I ain't, yeah, no. Jonathan Ball was some hype. That was some hype. Because remember, he did that job. We all thought. Oh, yeah, Jonathan, I forgot well, about John Ball. That was his video, oh, though. God. I'm yes. talking about the Chiefs <laughs> being behind a person like this. But, but hold on, that video went viral though. <laughs> that video, that video did go. <laughs> hey, bro, we all thought Jonathan Ball was gonna kill us. <laughs> yeah, we fell, we fell for the we fell for the combine numbers all that, bro. I did. I I for sure did. I bought in. I bought in. I remember when yeah. Sanders coming first made a uh, he played against Denver and had like ten tackles. I was like, oh, he the next coming, and then he got hurt again. <laughs> Poor guy, man. Country was, country was telling me Sanders Cummins was gonna be Earl Thomas for like two years, bro. I'm I think like, I said hey, Bob Sanders. I, I think I said you Bob. Did. You did. I'm like, <laughs> you did. You did, bro. You did, bro. You like it now, man. He now. finally got to play. He had about 10, like, spectacular tackles, and then he got hurt, like, the next game. I was like, well, and then he showed up to training camp that year and got hurt on the first play. Kylie, he got hurt. They said, welcome <laughs> to training camp. They did one play, and he was hurt. I was like, Jason oh, my title, God. Man. Jason <laughs> Poor guy, man. I wonder what Sanders is up to, man. I want him on the show. Just want to see him. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was a lot of hype around Clyde. But he was a first round pick, technically. Oh, so that's another it was some hype. It was some hype about him. There was just that's some... another that's another chug trigger word. As you can see, he left after you said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I seen uh, they are talking good about Clyde, saying that he was uh being more vocal this year. Y'all know what Terrell. You think says, they're just trying so, to trade him? I think if they could get him traded, they would trade him. Yeah, but do you think the hype uh, is like them trying to be like, 
get a little height so they can possibly the back of their mind. If we could get him sold, definitely. Yes. Uh, Quinn, that was um, that was um, dang. What was that corner that got cut before we even started playing? Uh, Boogie, I know you remember. It started um, with a K, Sanford right? No, 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 Sanford Rowe. Uh, <laughs> oh, you talking about um, you, you talking about uh, Kavare Russell? Yes, Kavari Russell to the Bengals. Yeah, 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 yeah. That boy got that Nike contract and started acting crazy, he got cut. Why we, why we got to pick? Who put that comment back up? Why we got to choose up, man? Choose between who? D-Hop and Frank Clark. Why I got to do that? Well, yeah, see, why man. would you have to do that? See, Blake, see, Blake ruined it, man, because that would be my question later on the show. I was Blake about to bring that question man. up. So, yeah, would you, would, you, would you rather have Nuke come here or bring back Frank Clark? Bob. <laughs> Damn, Boogie. Think about it, Boogie. I am. That's the problem. Oh. <laughs> well, I ain't got to think about this one. I already know the answer. What's your answer? What you got? Uh, man, I'm bringing back the Shark one more year. I trust Patrick with this wide receiver group. Mm-hmm. Oh. Man, <laughs> that is what a hard that? question. I mean, I would have to say... No, I love Frank, but I feel like that's a lot of like my heart speaking. Like I think in my head, I feel like it would be hop. That offense is just completely, oh, I don't know, unstoppable. I don't know. <laughs> I want Frank though. I don't like this question. How do we get both? I mean, that's a valid point. I'm just treating. I think I'm treating hop really is like a luxury. He totally is. No, that's very true. I think the wide receiving core we have right now and Pat, like you said, Patrick is someone that like we can trust him. Whatever, whatever wide receivers are around him, he's going to like let them shine and really elevate them. I think Clark coming back would be great for Felix Anudike Uzama. Did I do it? Dang. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I've been really practicing in the mirror. Um, <laughs> Look at Chuck. But Chuck, I, Chuck internet is crap today. Yeah, yeah. But I think Clark, you know, he did such a great job with Karloftis last year. I think he would his he would be more beneficial down the road to have that extra year with Karloftis, extra year with F Felix. I'm just going to say FAU. Um, anyway, that's a hard choice. I have to go with Frank. I think my heart's overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with Frank. Because what he's done for us, but man, y'all know how much I want D Hop, man. But I, I just think Frank Clark. Did you see Spag's comments today? It seems what do you like think? They, they, it, it seems like they want another pass rusher out there too. Like, and when you think about it, Felix, is he gonna be ready out the gate this year? Like, what are what are realistic expectations for him? I, I want him to play. I want him to have the same type of. Can he have the same type of season that George had? Now George came along, like week seven, week eight. That when George started, week ten maybe, and then when George started getting a sack every week and he started being all over the field and contributing in more ways. If if we can just bring him, he's not gonna have to come out the gate busting. If we get Frank back, he don't have to come out the gate busting. We can slow play it. 
But if we're going to bring somebody in, a Dunlap maybe or a Frank, then he's going to he gonna have to speed it up. I was about to say, see, that's the difference last year is because you had Frank Clark and you had Dunlap. We haven't right. replaced both of those veterans yet. So right. we get another yeah. veteran where Felix can come in and just pass rush this year or like that, then I'm more comfortable. But just throwing a rookie DN out there and just telling them, go ahead and I'm not sure. I also think – I know. And the leadership that Frank would bring and the experience in on a championship team another year – King Chris Jones, like, there's so many. It's like pulling at my heart. Bring Frank. And then you don't want to pitch that star player off. And Chris is, he's pretty much telling you he wants Frank back. You you really don't want to pitch that guy off. That's not the guy you want to piss off. But I mean, uh, as long as you pay Chris Jones respectfully, I, I think he's going to be all right. I mean, yeah. he knows the business. He done lost plenty of friends on that D-line. I know him and Frank Clark is cool, but business is business, man. We do need to just make sure we pay Chris Jones. That's how I feel about D-Hop. Is, is D-Hop going to be a man of his word, I want to win a title versus I want to get paid? But see, Chiefs fans say if D-Hop wants to really win, like he can go sign with other teams and beat committed to winning like it's not just the chiefs if he want to win a ring you know that right not if, not if you signing with houston you ain't that ain't commitment houston don't count no that's not <laughs> trying to win at all but if he went to buffalo if he went to i mean there's other teams he could go if he went to baltimore i i think all them teams will be contenders still i'm, I'm yeah. still favorite in the chiefs but if he signed with buffalo i'm not gonna say he didn't want to win Buffalo says they're already out the running. I'm, I'm yeah. just using them as an example. Yeah. Here's how, here's how I feel like about the D House situation. I feel Thank like. Thank you, Baltimore. I feel like us and Buffalo are being used as a scapegoat in the media with these reports. And he's going to end up with somebody like Jacksonville or maybe Cleveland when it's all said and done. Jacksonville. That's how, that's I can how see I feel Cleveland. about the D House situation. If he signed to either one of them teams, I wouldn't say he didn't care about winning either. Mm-hmm. Right. Just not as much. No. What what you mean? I think Jacksonville is like into, I mean, you gotta be careful with Jacksonville. That's a playoff yeah. game. They won the playoff game last year. They yep. got better. They got a, a, another receiver coming back. That's a, Jacksonville a great head coach. In a horrible division. But if you yep. if you Jacksonville, if you if you Jacksonville, are you trying to work? Because eh. you already gotta work Calvin Ridley back in. Are you trying to work him and D hop in at the same time? Calvin Ridley is not DeAndre Hopkins. No. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's two new wide receivers that you're trying to work into the situation. But I'm saying D Hop is an all pro receiver, bro. Like, true that. True that. He's that good. Like, he's going anywhere and he's a 1,200 yard receiver, 10 touchdowns, any quarterback. Yeah. And I I feel like, and I feel like this, like, you know, Hopkins and really, I mean, it may take them a little bit. To like get the chemistry together with him, with them, and um, Trevor Lawrence and the rest of the offense, but I think throughout the course of the season they can get better. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. And if they do end up with D Hop, dog, they really gonna be dangerous, and I can definitely see them in the AFC Championship game against us. I could too. If that's the case, yeah, yeah, ain't no sweat off my back. If D Hop come, he come. If he don't, he don't. You know, 
it's not going to make or break us. I don't think it changes our situation either way. No, nah, I ain't going to say either way. If we get them, I definitely. I think that just moves you, what, closer to the Super Bowl. I, I think it just solidifies it even more if you get D-Hop. But I think you still the Super Bowl favorite. We still the betting team for the Super Bowl favorite right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, now, um, since we brought up Frank Clark, I want to talk about our defensive line real quick. So, I mean, as of right now, you know, the ends, uh, Felix and Odike Uzama, um, he hasn't really been cleared to do like full practices for OTAs right now. He's still limited. Um, you got Mike Dana, you got Charles Amenu, and you got George Karloftis. I mean, that's the four on the defensive ends. Now, Spags was talking about Malik Herring and Josh Kane, though. You know, entering year three and seeing how those guys do. Like, if you had to pick one guy to make the squad this season, I mean, which one of those DNs y'all think is gonna make the squad? Is it Herring or is it Kane? Though, man, they've been hyping both of them, right? Mm-hmm. What if Kane though has one of those? Because remember, Tano Passanio, they talked about him for three years before he started doing stuff. What if he has that type of out the blue? It's a, I don't know. It's a toss-up. We ain't seen neither one of them. So like, I feel like we've seen a little we've more seen of them in Harry. preseason. Yeah, yeah we've seen Harry in real games. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Dana Knight. I don't know. I think I'm going with Harry, Kyle. Kyle said, what's that? Kyle Kyle said he up. Messed up. I messed up uh, Charles Amini, whose last name? Amini. No, oh, I got whatever, it. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, I'm about to say, whatever. We're going to get it right. But I, I think Mike Dana, I think we all agree Mike Dana is a lot. Yeah, he's not in this conversation. That's why we're not putting Mike Dana in this conversation. We're not putting him in this conversation. This is not a question. was Herring and Kane, though, because we all kind of agree Mike Dana's going to make the team. We know that, right? Right. I'm going to go with Herring. Why, Blake? I think, like you said. I think like you said, Boogie, he's on the he's been on the field a little bit more. We've seen a little bit more of him. Uh he's a little bit more familiar with the defense. I'm gonna go with Harry. <laughs> Making me choose. Like, but I still think like we all said, we still need one more veteran. I, I still think that, regardless. Yeah, what's Carlos Dunlap oh, yeah. doing? He down there opening it up another restaurant or something? Yeah, he's come sure. on home, baby. Did anybody yeah. sign Unique? Uh, what's his dude's name? Did he play for the Raiders? He in? Nope. He's still out there. He was out there working out on the beach. He 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 did the whole working out on the beach viral video. He still didn't get signed. You know, at this time of the year, waiting on training camp. You, what's in Dockway. You talking about Nagagway? Yeah. 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 Dang, how many times he been a free agent? See, like he be a free. He's like he a free agent every year. <laughs> So I'm bring. I might bring back. Uh, Justin, Justin Houston is not coming back, man. Dead, yeah, that, yeah, that, that ain't happening. Please, dead, so, every show, every year in the offseason. I might bring back. I might bring back Frank and Carlos. 
if you can, but I feel like I'm gonna get one. So. What you mean? They ain't, they ain't gonna cost me that much. Frank Clark is paid, man. Yeah, Frank mm-hmm. Frank might want that bag. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what his market's like. Um, like come July when it gets closer to the training camp. I mean, it's doing now, so it's market day. He a pass rusher. He'll get paid. They just waiting on training camp, man. They old. They OGs now, man. Oh well, yeah, of course. That's why I mentioned that. So, um, but like as far as like the rest of the defense go, here's another topic I want to touch on. I want to touch on the secondary. I mean, linebackers. I really don't have anything on them on that. I mean, it's pretty much set. But as far as the cornerbacks, I want to talk about Legereus Need because yesterday, I, what I saw in the chats and on the timeline, you know, it was a debate going on whether Snead's a top 10 corner or a top 15 corner and all this other stuff. Yep. Now, I'll say this. Legereus Need for what he did in his role this past offseason, like, he, he you can make an argument he could be in the top 15, but I'll say he's he's top 20. Like, he barely <laughs> below the top 15, but he in that top 20 somewhere as far as, like, overall cornerbacks. So, and I, and I also said that Trent McDuffie's really our best corner. It's just that he didn't play a full season, but you saw in that small sample size when he came back, that's when the secondary got better. So, I mean, like, how do you guys feel about, you know, Trent McDuffie in year two and then Legereus Need another year moving forward as he's playing for, like, a contract? Man. LeJerry Sneed is definitely top 15, in my opinion. He's creeping up on that top 10. And the reason he's creeping up to me is when they start using him differently them last couple of weeks of the season where he was allowed to follow a number one guy, when he was allowed to move around. And he can play slot. And he can play safety. He can play inside. He can play outside. Like, LeJerry Sneed is slept on, bro. Definitely, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely don't think he's top ten, but I think he's an important player on our team. I think he like, I think he's the most versatile player. Exactly, I think he just can do so much. That's what makes him so special. He was leading our team almost in sacks for a minute. I mean, Dang, Chris, what that mean? Force of turnovers. He he does a little bit of everything, but I don't think his coverage with his coverage, I can put him as the top ten corner. I I can't do that. That's how I, I still think he's the second most important player on our defense, bro. Last That's how I feel about it. Sure. I feel like Trent McDuffie's closer to the top ten than Snead is. That's how I feel about it. What, what you got on it, Kylie? Uh, yeah. oh, I love Snead. Uh, it's hard for me not to um, put my fandom first. <laughs> but in reality, I think he's probably he's not top ten. He's probably top 15. Uh, like you guys were saying, he's really versatile. The way he travels with the wide receiver last year, I mean, that helped our secondary a lot. Um, he brings a certain aggression to the defense that I don't feel like we have without him. Um, that was noticeable within his first season, um, the way that he just kind of <laughs> looks at the other opponent, the way he talks to the other opponent. I don't know. He just being, brings a lot of aggression to the field, and I really like that. Um, top 15, <laughs> though. He, I think he's going to have a better season this year, though. I think he's going to continue to get better. Now that they are using him, like you said, to travel, I think he's only going to continue to improve. Hey, Kyle, like, buy, stock, buy, buy the stock, Kyle. Buy the stock, bro. I'm telling I like, you. I like, bro, Trent McDuffie is nice, bro. He's going to he gonna have to start catching some interceptions, though. They'll come. 
They'll definitely come. They, but they, the, they, film, the film said the film says he's already getting kind of close. Yeah, they need to come. They don't come, but I wouldn't put him ahead of Snead right now. Not right now. But he said almost, and I'm with you, Kyle. Snead is a more complete player right now, but coverage wise, I'm I'm with Chuck. I think McDuffie is. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree uh, with that. Top 10 That's... coverage corner. Okay, it. so McDuffie is the coverage guy. I think Sneed is my all-around. The hybrid. I know I hate to bring this name up, you know, especially with these two at the bottom, but he's like my Tyron, Tyron Matthew uh, of the defense where I can the put tackle. him. Yeah, he is that in, this, in, in a mean, variety yeah, yeah, of spots. That... You know what I'm saying? He's versatile. Yeah, he's, he's versatile. playing that role. He's playing that role that Tyron played. Yeah. yeah, so they had him at twenty six. That's disrespectful. Wow, that's disrespectful. Yeah, twenty six. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, golly, twenty six is that? That seemed a little crazy. That's a lot. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, can y'all pull up Quinn's comment, please? Yeah, this one. This one. You know, but. Can Josh and Jalen live up to their higher expectations in year two? Are they going to improve? I mean, you can only you can only go up from here. That's you know. No, you That's you can true. go down. You go. That is not true. Sophomore slump. You can go down, brother. Yeah, Let's... but yeah, but I just don't see a sophomore slump in those guys. Could it happen? Yes, but I, I personally would... don't see it. Do y'all think there's any scenario where those two are not even the top? Three corners on our team this year. Well, who you got the top three corners right now besides McDuffie and Sneed? Like, who's the third? I'm just, you? I'm just saying, is there a scenario in y'all minds that uh, Williams and Watson are not the number three and four corners on this team? Because you know, Beach every year he's finding corners at Price Choppers. He finding corners at St. Joe. He finds corners everywhere. Every year, he's swapping corners Price out. Chopper is crazy. And that's why we was complaining that he never would draft a corner in the first round. So, I wouldn't even be surprised that they not even top four corners on this team this year. Actually, High V is the official sponsor. I, right. My fault. Yeah. I, I was about to say that, country. I was about to say that, but that was funny. Oh, yeah, High V, my fault, y'all. My fault. Shout out to Javi, man. They looked out for your boy yeah. a couple years ago. Hey, because, hey, Javi, hey, I bought a watermelon from Javi the other day. Oh, my goodness. They must have got that from Arkansas. Anyway. Um, no, nah, Boogie, I don't, I don't see them falling down. I they, they, they could take a step back, but I think they got better because they got thrown in the fire early. They was thrown in the they thick did. of it early. You know what I'm saying? So, They'd have been through the fire, and they had a long season. They 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 played twenty plus games, or twenty games altogether. You know what I'm saying? So they got thrown into the fire. They should be better for that, not worse. Yeah. So like, uh, speaking of DBs, like where they got Shamari Connor playing at right now? Is he is he playing the safety role? Is he or they got him lined up at cornerback right now? I think what Chris just said. I think was Nick Jones starting today. Did they have him lined up on the outside? Sneed in the inside yeah. and McDuffie, right? I've been here. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I know uh, that I, I know Tamari I know I know Connor had a pass breakup, you know, when playing Gabriel was in there playing quarterback, 
in the seven on seven drills. Like he was covering the tight end, Matt Bushman. But you know, um Spags called it a great play and you know, and it's really good for Shamari who's um slowly progressing. He's starting to catch up to speed a little bit, so we'll see how that goes. Y'all got hey, y'all gotta stop making everybody a special teams monster, John, because ain't that many special team spots. <laughs> everybody the Nick Jones is a monster, Nazi Johnson is a monster, Jamari is a monster, and uh Richie James is a special teams monster. Like we're running out of spots here. I mean Dave Tobe is the assistant coach though. That special teams is important. Oh yeah, he gonna he gonna pick he gonna pick two guys. He gonna get two guys. So Oh, okay. I'm excited about Brian Cook. I'm excited about Brian Cook and Justin Reed. I am on the Brian Cook bandwagon. I've man, I've been driving that bandwagon for a minute now. <laughs> you Brian have Cook. been. So, you have been driving that bandwagon. Fact. Yeah, you you like we liked him. We liked him uh, at the rookie uh, at the rookie premiere they had when mm-hmm. you locked in on Brian Cook that day. So yeah, we'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they told definitely. Are y'all spelling this guy's name right? Because that don't look right. Yeah, that's yeah, like too uh, many M's. Yeah, it's only one M as far as Shamari's. I, he, I know Shamari, he got not getting no uh, rough, um, that silly penalty he got in Jacksonville. Don't do that no more. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's I think he's learned from that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Sure I know. They probably talk. They talk to him about it. I do <laughs> like um. I do like that they are having fun. It like MVS and Justin Reed were out there having fun, and then Justin Reed tweet, "I love this team. Everybody's cool. Iron shopping iron. We having fun. We learning every day." I think the chemistry that they're building right now is pretty good, man. And I think that last time we won the Super Bowl, I think we kind of, like, relaxed a little bit. And we kind of slept, walked through games, and we kind of just gutted it out, winning by three, all that stuff. We look like we're in trouble, just pull it out at the end. I think that we got fat because we won the Super Bowl. And I think this year is going to be hella different. I think it's going to be way more competitive, and they're not going to sleep through walk through games. We can't afford to sleep walk through games because we have the hardest schedule in the league again. You know what I'm saying? But I think I think I like what they're building, bro. I like this chemistry. Who are Question you telling us? Real fast, while we are mm. Cook, will Cook be a better safety for the Chiefs than Juan Thornhill was? He's got the potential for sure. He got the chance. Juan had the potential at a point in time. We thought Juan could have been a Pro Bowl safety. Yeah, it's rookie year. Yeah. Year. Then he got, he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if if Juan if Juan could catch, he would have led the league in interceptions last year. Mm-hmm. Low key. You do a lot of missed tackles. I know. I I think Cook could be better. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I like Thornhill, but I, I, I didn't like really like Thornhill. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I was frustrated with him a lot. <laughs> we know who. Yeah. Okay. We all know why, Kyle. <laughs> I was dumb. Dumb. 
No, I'm excited for Brian Cook. I think he's got potentially better than Thornhill. And I honestly, I kind of said it earlier, but I look for Justin Reed to do a lot of improving from last year as well. I think he knows the defense now. I think you saw it towards the end. He was starting to be in position a little bit more, uh, a little bit better. And I just think another year, another offseason, he's put on some muscle too. I think, I don't know if we talked about that yet, but it looked like he's put on a little bit more muscle. Um, so I think he's going to propel into the, I don't know, into something special I, next I year just, too. I, I'm excited I, about I our secondary. How they, started, how they started using Justin Reed, like in the box more. I like that. Because like you said, mm -hmm. he's physical. He he wants to put his hands on you a little bit. So I, I like when they started using him like that and cook at deep safety. I think him and Sneed got him and Sneed both at the same time. It looked like their roles got changed at the same time. Definitely yeah. around, definitely yeah. Justin Reed. That Raiders game was the best Justin Reed game of the entire season. Yep, I agree because he was alive. He had energy. He was playing like he knew where to play. He wasn't thinking about where he needed to play. And if he comes into with that mindset, then yeah, I think he's going he's going to make Kylie proud. And he talked about on, on Twitter today, he said, you know, it's it's great to be a part of a group of men that's willing to put the work in. The team, This team's hungrier than ever. Uh, competitive, not combative. Iron sharpening iron. And and I definitely see that. I definitely see that. You know what I mean? These guys, they're they pretty locked in. They having a little fun here and there, but they locked in on the mission. Yeah. Run it. We're not going to say run it back. We got to come up with a new slogan. Again. Right, we'll come up. Just hashtag again. Just again. That's again. Just again. <laughs> that is copyrighted or kingdom cast. If you see somebody using it, that's ours. <laughs> you stole it from us. Just one word. Hashtag again. Cheese, cheese kingdom <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, it would fit on a t-shirt nicely. That's all I'm saying. Hey, it's gonna go on the t-shirt, Chiefs Kingdom again. <laughs> it's so simple, but it's so true. It's right. perfect. Hey, this might be the heat pack. I don't want the men to switch the subject too much. They down 21 right now. This might be yeah. the heat pack right here. Yeah, this might be that. That. It ain't because I'm not watching. Broom. <laughs> Get them brooms out. Go get them first game, man. Get them brooms out. I'll make adjustments. No, they're not. Before we get out of here, what rookie are you most? What rookie are you looking forward to the most? Hmm. I mean, besides Felix, I mean Felix. That's the easy one. But I'm looking to see what Keandre Culver's role is on this team. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. He's a big kid. Yeah, see if he can be a key contributor in year one. I got to call Nico and check in on him because he was at Texas with him. So he probably got some good insight on the kid. I'm looking, I'm looking. I think Rice is still the guy I'm looking at, but that sounds like an easy answer, though. That's my answer. I mean, even though. We know how Andy is with rookie receivers. I still want to see what he looks like in training camp. I, that's what I got my eyes on, rookie-wise. Uh, St. Joe's going to be lit, dude. Word. I, I don't uh, think that's his I, name. I don't think that's his name, David, but we agree. <laughs> we know who you're talking about, David. We know who you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, we definitely know who you're talking about, David. 
No, I ain't trip. So what not you yet. Got, not yet. Um, so easy answer would be FAU. I think with in the absence of Frank, and if they don't fill that role, we will need someone who's going to get a lot of snaps, who's going to have a lot of uh, production in their first season. So I'm looking, obviously looking forward to him. But I'm going to say Nick Jones. Just because seventh rounder, maybe could be a little bit of a sleeper. I'm hearing a lot of hype out of him, and you know how we are with that uh, DB room. So I'm excited. Yeah, Quinn, um, the the running back, Daenerys Price. Yeah, Daenerys oh, Prince. Yeah, he's being looked at as a uh, kick returner. I know Dayto compared him to Nile Davis today as far as yeah. running style. Yeah. Nile Davis. He had that. Yeah. He had that straight line speed. Yeah, yeah. He, had kickoff, yeah. he had that kickoff return against the Texans in the playoff game, but it finally ended our playoff losing Special. streak. Yeah, that was a special play. First play out the gate. <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to Nile Davis, man. Yeah. All right. But before before, before we get up out of here, man, I want to shout out everybody who participated in the Build a Perfect Chiefs defense um, thing we had going on. It didn't do the numbers like countries. I guess I wasn't controversial enough. <laughs> so maybe I need to be a little more controversial. I mean, that's what got the people going a little more because his did 420K. I mean, this one is almost doing 70K, which is still good. But, you know, country, he had the controversy with his. So maybe I need to be controversial next time I do these $15 ones. But. Chuck, Chuck, what you got to do next time is say if LeBron was a tight end, would he be better than Travis Kelsey, man? <laughs> The answer is no, but that's a good one. <laughs> no, that's a you know, great one. Look, here's the difference between mine and, and yours. Chuck, you thought about yours. I just put it together and put it right. out there. Right. <laughs> I definitely some thought into it. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> yeah, that would have gone. Shout out Dirty but, Dan, man. <laughs> but Mike, you didn't but have Mike Dirty De- Dan on there? Nah. But Mike DeVito had me cracking up though. He said 50 cent. He said a nickel. He said a nickel. I'm gonna be in there for a nickel. Hey, man, we got to get Mike back on the show, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Yeah, Mike got some good insight, man. I love Mike, man. Mike is the best. (laughs) I mean, Patrick might be able to beat LeBron. Nah, but anyway. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Anyway, um, I got a fun question to ask y'all, though, man. Okay, so, like, this is just a hypothetical, man. We've known as the, the barbecue capital of America, of the world, right? If you had to pick one barbecue spot to be open 24 hours, like if you're out late night and you just want to get something to eat on the way home, I mean, which barbecue spot y'all picking in the city to be open 24 hours? I know. I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Is Country Frozen? Yeah. Oh, I think like he is. It. All right. I'll go first. Um, I got to say Casey Joe's because if I'm drunk and it's 3 a.m., I want a sandwich and I want like barbecue sauce and they got the Z-Man and that's my favorite. I love all the different barbecue. There's a lot of different places I like, but the Z-Man at 3 a.m., are you kidding? Yeah, give me that. Kyle, I have never had Joe's. Oh! I must have fell out of my chair. Hey, Boogie, me either. Me either, dog. 
Damn. I'm sorry. Wow, that's crazy. I, I went I twice and they were close. And you know that's that's like Chris Jones' favorite too. Feels like you're disrespecting Chris by not even going. Oh man, I, I'm gonna have, I gotta do it. I, I gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta go. Yeah. That's his favorite one. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Well, got get the Z man. What was Ernest the question, Z-Man, though? Z-Man, Brisket Z-Man, it don't matter, bro. It's fire. But uh, the country was the country, I mean, the question was this. Uh, if you had to pick a barbecue spot around here to be open 24 hours, which one would you pick? Mm. It's probably going to be Gates, but I don't know. That's scary at 3 o'clock in the morning being yelled at. <laughs> Half asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna help you. You like you can calm down. That's how you can help me. I love Gates. I love Gates. Yeah, being that I never had Oklahoma Joe's, I would definitely say Gates. Definitely not. I'm not gonna talk about the other barbecue spot. Have y'all tried slaps though? Slaps been getting a lot of love. Like I gotta get the slaps. I ain't yeah, it's good. I heard it's good. It's good. It's good. They have good sides. They have good ribs. See, they don't. They be having pork ribs. I I need beef ribs. The beef ribs. Okay. They also have hush puppies, so, <laughs> which are really yeah. good. They need a a non pork menu for Boogie. But I I gotta I gotta see. I definitely slaps. I keep hearing about them. So yeah, I need to see what's up. <laughs> it, got, it gotta be gates for me too. I, I, I like some Jack's factor. John, me and Boogie gonna take you to me, Boogie and Chuck gonna meet you for gates, bro. Yeah, he come up. So we walk you in there, bro. You don't even gotta worry. <laughs> it gotta be no. gates. It's good. Oh, but it's a little like ritzy. It's too like, clean. It's like, it's like businessy. Like there's like yeah. business meetings happening everywhere. The food's great, but I'm gonna you're tell not you what. Like I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. You need somebody in the back that got at least one felony making your barbecue. He gotta have like a. It don't have to be like a violent felony. It could be just like, you know, possession. You know, intent to distribute. He need to be on the grill because he know what he doing. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna go that far. With a little thing in Hennessy and it's like, I'm not gonna say felonies, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, you can probably gotta have back tattoos, neck tattoos. There's another guy you can trust if he got a patch over his guy. Let's say there's a patch over his guy. That that cooks pretty good too. Look, if if he got knocked. If, if he got knock knees, then he can barbecue. Knock knees. <laughs> anybody that bar- anybody that barbecuing a wife beater and and khaki shorts with long socks pulled all the way up, Probably he can. <laughs> Chuck, who you got? You got Gates? <laughs> yeah, it's probably Gates for me. It's probably Gates for me for sure. Yeah, if they if your guy sauce. can grill. If he can grill, drink beer, and play a game of spades all at the same time, or dominoes, that's a good griller right there. He's a, he's a master. 
I like that, bro. <laughs> I kind of, is it bad? Like, I kind of want to hang out with this guy. Like, I like playing space. Got a hunchback. Like, <laughs> <laughs> got to have a hunchback. I like barbecue food. Like. And, and one of his daughters, and one of his daughters is fine. Like, one of them. Just, she's light-skinned, fine as hell. Everybody call him <laughs> uncle. Said just That's the guy we want. Shannon Sharp. That's what we want. At our barbecue. That's the uncle that we all need. Do you really want Shannon Sharp at this time? <laughs> Check is a dope boy from about to sign the ESPN, man. Let's go. What would you say for a Shannon Sharp versus Pat McAfee show? I want Shannon Sharp versus Stephen A. Oh my gosh! I don't know if people can really. I don't know if people can handle that one. My God. Yeah, they got to take that to BET. That's too black, right there. That's too. <laughs> that could be on BET Plus or something. Yeah, I, I actually, I actually want to see Shannon Sharp unfiltered. If he could get like an HBO show or the podcast, if he could take that to like somewhere where he can really talk, you know, and not filter his words and really say what he want to say. You know what I'm saying? Like um all the smoke. Like they un they unfiltered, an unfiltered podcast. Would y'all would y'all would y'all take that? I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like if it's on um HBO or Showtime. That would be dope. Definitely, definitely a little more free with how he uh speaks and stuff. So it's skip over or who 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 works with Skip now? It's, it's either gonna be Chris Broussard or Rob Parker if they still gonna do Undisputed. Chris too soft, man. But Chris is the but Chris is the LeBron supporter though, so you know Skip is anti LeBron. So you gotta have a a villain and a a good guy per se for that show. And Skip and and, and with Skip Jay Williams ain't a bad too. And with Skip is never gonna be a a white guy. Uh, beside of him, it's always gonna be a black guy in him. So, what about Nick Wright? Man, Nick gonna stay doing his thing on first things first. He the main host of that show. Why would he leave that? Because he's undisputed in the bigger show. <laughs> no disrespect I mean, to Nick, but they they kind of neck and neck right now. Really, I mean, undisputed, they kind of <laughs> went went down in ratings a bit. I would rather watch First Things First than Undisputed just because I don't have to listen to Skip. Like, that's a reason I don't watch Undisputed anymore. Well, yeah. I don't, listen, I don't watch Skip's either trash. show. I don't watch either show, so, you know. But when it comes to football season, yeah, I'll turn to First Things First. I mean, Nick Wright has a little more sense talking football than basketball. So. I would never watch this. I would never watch it. Hell no. Is there any way Skip hangs it up? Is there any way Skip hangs it up? I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, he's in his 70s, right? What? Yeah, I don't think it's no... Because he probably had to die on the set, man. No disrespect to him and no knock on wood. But he probably probably had to knock him dragging off the set, bro. He's not going to walk away. Yeah. yeah, Skip, is he getting paid too much right now? He ain't, he ain't walking away no time soon. So, 
So there's that, man. They can always but, hire us. We can do the show. <laughs> yeah. I love to see but, Kylie versus Skip. Skip, oh, oh, man, I would <laughs> slap that man silly. I don't know if Kylie can handle that, dog, because look, uh, George Kylie. Taylor left for a reason. Um, Jenny Taft mm. left for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't uh. stand they couldn't stand Skip. And then Kerry Champion had to put Skip and check on first take, and she eventually left. So I get I give Kylie three shows before she and, and it's gonna start cracking the first show. Like she's gonna make it through the first show, but it's cracks already. The second show is gonna be like and then the third show, right she now, just goes <laughs> between his love for Brady. And just his, like, he's just so terrible. I don't think I'd make it five minutes. Like, I really don't. Oh, ooh. we was doing good, Kyle, and then you did it. You ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> let's get to the sponsors. <laughs> yeah, let's go and get up out of here, man. All right, shout out to the good people at Homage. Uh, there's some new stuff they got going on. All right, so for their special today, they got free shipping on U.S. orders at $75 or more. So if you order stuff that costs $75 or more, you get free shipping all across the U.S. All right. And then here's the new stuff they got going on. Um, got the NFL helmet look going on. So got your, got your shirts with the helmets and stuff, with the helmets on them. Some of them got the old school look. Uh, got the new MLB logos added. Uh, looks from the 80s, 70s, um, before you know, as far as your favorite teams. And then we got the, the dad shirts because Father's Day is coming right up. So there's that going on. So it's got dad number one, and then you got the team helmet on there. And that's just some of the new things they they dropped. So go on, go on search, copy some gear, pay homage. Oh, we love you too, John. Sweet Thanks, God. I appreciate it, man. He's so Canadian. I just... So sweet. <laughs> he knew about ketchup chips before ketchup chips were here. What is ketchup so, chips? Oh, are those good? I yeah, like them, but I like ketchup. Holly loves them. <laughs> I, I love ketchup though. They, they got like Doritos ketchup. that taste like ketchup. Do they actually taste like ketchup? Full on. Yeah, yeah. You gotta really like ketchup to like the chips. Ooh. So Pat should have a new sponsor by the end of the week, right? Poor Scott yeah. Skip Bailey. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh Lord, that's so oh my God. Bar Scott. I think anyway. I think you need somebody. I think I think you need somebody that's not afraid of Skip and and not afraid of losing the show. Right. Yeah, and those are two guys like, that I mentioned earlier. So who? Uh Rob Parker and Chris Bussard. Chris, Chris probably afraid of losing his job, though. He don't want to lose his job. You got to have somebody that don't care about losing their job, bro. Like Steve Harvey or something. <laughs> you know, like, you got to be somebody that's like. Steve Harvey like, talking sports? My Lord. Somebody to be like, man, I'd skip out, boy. I slapped it. Boy, I don't. <laughs> it got to be somebody like that, man. <laughs> It should be LeBron, actually. Man, we out, man. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, y'all. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share all your social media platforms. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We are back. We're going to come with more content, of course. Uh, we're going to try to put some more content throughout the week as well. We sure. don't have an episode. So we still, so we're doing the countdown to kickoff, and we're going to be posting random chief stats based on the number of days we have left to kickoff. So look forward to that. And with that being said, Oh, Chris. Oh, and Waterburger. Waterburger got the best ketchup, Kylie. That spicy ketchup. Fire. The best ketchup. Waterburger. Big facts. Chuck fell out. We out.